Okay, I think we are live now. How's it going, Real Dealers? It is your man, Phil Paul, and welcome to another episode of the Real Deal Bros podcast slash radio show, but it's kind of semi-radio show because, you know, just get this announcement out of the way. Um, for the next two months, um, the Real Deal Bros podcast will be not will not be, bro- be broadcasting on the WSG radio platform for, t- for the TuneIn app, um, reasons being that uh, semester is kind of pretty much over. And uh, the St. John's campus is currently closed for Thanksgiving break and will be closed for the rest of the year um, through Christmas, uh, parts of January, and then it'll reopen later in January. And um, yeah, for the time being, the Rother Bros podcast will be remaining on the YouTube channel. So um, yeah, just want to get that uh, announcement out of the way. I know that in- intro was a bit rocky this time, but uh, yeah, no, no, just I just kind of gotten into that habit where I'm saying both podcasts and radio show because that's pretty much what it is but for the time being it's just going to be a podcast online so um yeah uh that's gonna be it um but anyways yeah i hope everybody's having a good friday night um i know yesterday was thanksgiving so yeah i definitely want to wish everybody out there a happy thanksgiving and um also i think it's also on um, national um native american heritage day as well so um just want to wish everybody a uh, national native american heritage day because you know you know the real history behind thanksgiving you know uh, a lot of dark stuff went down but um yeah definitely uh well, well you know i just want to wish everybody happy holidays overall and um you know i hope you were able to spend time with your family socially distance uh you know i hope um you know you had a lot of good food to eat uh, wherever you are whether you have thanksgiving uh friendsgiving or whatever it was i hope everybody you know enjoyed it but uh yeah um yeah you know um, yeah i just want to actually hold on i think my earbuds went out for a minute let me just turn back on real fast yeah hold on everybody hmm that's uh, sorry just uh give me a second everybody just gotta do some real fast uh, technical difficulties you know how it is okay Yes, I'm talking about my earbuds going out again. Hold on. Back on. All right, earbuds are starting to work again. So, um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I definitely want to wish everybody happy Thanksgiving. Hope you guys enjoyed your holidays. Hope you hopefully we were able to spend time with your family, socially distance. Um, obviously, you know, especially for the elders, you know, you don't want to put your elders at risk. Um, yeah, you know, I guess, you know, my Thanksgiving was pretty good, you know, just me and my parents here at home, you know, having a nice small Thanksgiving dinner um, or brunch or whatever you want to call it. You know, I know people have Thanksgiving at uh, different times during the day, whether it's like in the morning, afternoon or at night. But, um, but yeah, you know, it was real good food, satisfied, you know, mom did some cooking. So, uh, yeah, you know, it was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, I was able to get some messages from some family friends, you know, saying happy Thanksgiving and, you know, saying happy Thanksgiving back, you know, know that deal. So, uh, yeah, you know, and I'm truly thankful for, uh, you know, the people that I have in my life, especially my parents, you know, they're the best. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't, you know, where I am right now and I wouldn't be there. I wouldn't be where I'm, where I'm at right now if it wasn't for them. But, uh, yeah, you know, I just want to, you know, I'm very thankful for them. Thank you for the, you know, for the people that have close to me in my life, you know, friends, you know, uh, mentors, uh, people that, you know, helped raise me throughout the years. 
um, yeah, I'm definitely thankful for them. And I also, you know, just thankful, you know, for my health, you know, I'm thankful to, you know, still, even though with, you know, the way that the year has been going and, um, you know, just both dealing with a pandemic and also just um, racial injustice, you know, I'm still thankful to, you know, still be aware and um, still be living, living and, you know, still, you know, being able to be in good health to do what I do every day and do what I do every Friday. And, you know, let's do this podcast. Um, I was, you know, um, being an essential worker, you know, I'm still thankful to at least, you know, still be working during this time. You know, I have a stable job that keeps me, you know, it keeps me going. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely thankful for that. And, um, you know, just, you know, thankful that, uh, you know, I'm just, just, you know, being who I am and, you know, just trying to use this podcast as a platform to, you know, help others out there in regards to, you know, learning more about sports, learning more about, you know, what's happening in the world, uh, psychological behavior, you know, everything, like the whole deal behind this podcast. And um, also, you know, of course, you know, me running it with Terrell. Unfortunately, Terrell can't be with us tonight, but, you know, he's, you know, obviously, you know, finals, it's finals for us. So, you know, he's still busy trying to get assignments done. You know, I was, you know, trying to get assignments done myself. Yeah, you know, he'll be back. He'll be back on the podcast eventually. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm just, you know, just thankful for a lot of things. And, you know, I feel like uh, for where I am right now, I'm in a good spot. And uh, I just wish that uh, everybody else and, uh, you know, I pray everybody else is, can, you know, get themselves in a good spot as well uh, later down the line. But, uh, yeah, you know, just, uh, you know, it was just a, definitely a good time to reflect and a good time to spend with family. And just, you know, just know that even though this hasn't been the best year for all of us, you know, just knowing that, you know, there's some stability in certain aspects in life. But, uh, yeah, you know, just uh, wanted to put that out there, you know, and, you know, just telling everybody what I'm thankful for. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, um, you know, uh, things will get better as we do come to a close in the year. We're, you know, a few days away from December. Um, yeah, you know, hopefully things do get better and we'll be able to look forward to what 2021 has to offer, whatever that may be. And um, well, hopefully good things in 2021, or, or um, pro- progressive things as well. And um, but anyways, uh, I want to get into um, tonight's episode. So we are going to talk about reading and why you need to do it. So for the time that I've been back at home uh, during this pandemic, I've been able to catch up on some reading. And believe me, you know, I've loved reading books since, ever since I was a kid. Um, whether, you know, baseball books, uh, you know, story books, like, you know, fiction books, uh, you know, I was, I was really huge into Diary from Whippy Kid growing up or uh, Big Nate, um, Calvin Hobbes, you know, you know, a few com- comics here and there. Um, I wouldn't really say I had like a, you know, of course, you know, even when I was like a real little, little kid, uh, Dr. Seuss, and <laughs> yeah, um, I wouldn't really say I have like a favorite author, you know, as an author that, you know, oh, man, like, he's coming out with a new book. I mean, I got to get it. You know, I don't, I don't really have, like, a preference to a particular author. I just, you know, read what comes to my mind. You know, like me being a sports guy, I like to read uh, biographies that um, that are written by athletes or, uh, you know, um, stories about uh, a team's season or even those uh, fictional books about, you know, kids growing up playing on a sandlot and, you know, a kid making it to the big leagues or something like that. You know, like, I like those type of stories, I like uh, journey books in a way. I guess that's what you would call them. And I'm um, actually, uh, um, actually got the book that I'm currently reading right now. It's uh, Insane Mode by Hamish McKenzie. And it tells the story about 
pretty much how Elon Musk um, started Tesla and how Tesla, you know, became the company that is today, you know, like, again, like, I'm also a huge car guy. So, you know, I love, you know, reading about cars and reading about, you know, certain companies that build cars and, you know, Tesla being a company that builds cars, you know, I thought it would be an interesting read. Uh, actually, um, I got this uh, book from my, from my dad a few years ago for Christmas. And, um, yeah, you know, I decided to pick it up since, you know, I just, again, I just finished uh, a book, another book. It was, um, uh, by Michael Crandish. So it was a story about uh, Major Taylor. Uh, Major Taylor being the first African-American professional cyclist who was also the first um, African-American world sports star during his time, like really ever. Like he was like the LeBron before there was even LeBron or Michael Jordan before there was a Michael Jordan. Like he was that he was that big uh, during his time as a professional cyclist. So, um, but yeah, he just, just finished reading that book. Great read. I definitely recommend it. It's called, the book is called The World's Fastest Man by Michael Crandish. You know, Michael Crandish, Crandish, K-R-A-N-D-I-S-H. Uh, you could probably find it somewhere. Oh, I, I bought the book at Barnes and Noble, but I'm pretty sure you could find it somewhere on Amazon or any uh, site that sells books. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely a great read. Tells a story about Major Taylor's life. I definitely recommend picking that up. And um, yeah, as far as like, you know, insane mode, I've been reading that for about the past few days now. I just got started um, close to being uh, halfway through the book or yeah, I'm like kind of like at the halfway mark of, of being through the book. And I, yeah, but um, you know, like I'll probably get into talk about the books that I've read recently later, but um, I, I definitely want to touch on why reading is should be important and should be a part of your daily habits throughout the day. Um, I also want to start off with the importance of why, you know, it's good to read and why, you know, you should make it a daily habit. You know, I, I like for me personally, I always try to get at least one hour of reading in every day. Um, doesn't matter. You know, I always like, you know, before, you know, I clock in for my shifts at work, you know, if I have, if I'm there early and I have some time to read, you know, I always, you know, grab, I grab a book, pull it out and read it until I have to clock in. Or um, say if, uh, you know, I'm working overtime shift, uh, well, you know, there's a one hour break in the middle, you know, I get like at least an hour of reading, you know, reading a book, you know, until the next shift starts. Um, but, or, you know, if I'm just, you know, chilling at home on a board, you know, just like, hey, you know, I got a book to read, let me uh, get an hour in. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's not, it's not a tall task in a way, you know, I definitely do recommend that you get at least one hour of reading. I mean, put the phone down. That's all I got to say, but we're going to get into regards to putting the phone down later on in the, in the show tonight. But I do definitely want to touch on the importance of reading. So I was looking at uh, some tips or a list of uh, um, benefits in regards to reading. And according to healthline.com, there are, let's see, how many do I got here? 10, what is this? 10, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Eight, yeah, eight tips of reading or eight or eight benefits of reading. And it goes from the first one being improves brain connectivity, uh, increases your vocabulary and comprehension, empowers you to emphasize with other people, aids in sleep readiness, reduces stress, lowers blood pressure and heart rate, fights depression symptoms, prevents cognitive decline as you age as well. Now, being in a world where mental health becomes the a large discussion in regards to how people live their lives. Um, I'm trying, like, you know, it's, it's in like, you know, mental health could differ in a lot of ways. It could be just from, you know, like home life, uh, work life, um, 
abandonment issues, uh, a lot of different aspects of how mental health could be a part of, um, or, or be um, like, you know, have a stronghold on someone's life lifestyle. Now, also being in an age where social media is uh, starting to become more of a daily lifestyle habit, you know, you check your Instagram or you check Twitter, Facebook, um, whatever social media platform you like to use, Snapchat, wherever you like to go on, you know, it becomes a daily habit where, you know, you go into like this little, you know, you know, you get carpal tunnel from just looking, scrolling at, at their feed or, you know, reading tweets uh, all across the board or go on like the streak of snaps. And, you know, and people that I know, you know, they, they use social media as just a way to kind of decompress and uh, use it as, as a distraction to, you know, just kind of disconnect in a way. I guess that's what they would consider disconnecting. But, um, but also another way, uh, social media can, you know, be kind of, you know, kind of, it could kind of destroy the mind a little bit, destroy, you know, as far as, you know, people being, um, you know, self-confident or, you know, having a certain level of self-esteem, social media has had the power to, in a way, um, this is it's kind of bad, that social media has the power to make people feel self-conscious about themselves and also lower self-esteem within somebody. And I, I do see it too. I, I, see, I see it. And I just think that being in an age where the phone or um, the social media apps have more importance than the thousands of books that are reading. I mean, in a way, re re like uh, publishing books or books that are published is like, you know, it's like a content form that exercise the brain more than, you know, watching TV or say, uh, you know, go on YouTube or whatever. Now, I'm not saying that's all bad. I'm not saying that social media is bad and it destroys the brand. I mean, you can learn so much from, you know, watching a, a short video on social media, you know, like Instagram, TikTok, you know, you can learn a bit by doing that or find something that's amusing in a way. But I think what I picked up from reading is that, you know, just taking like at least an hour to read, it definitely helps, you know, strengthen the mind. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I know when I first started getting back to reading more books back during the summer this year, I'm mean, the first book that I picked up during the summer was Barack Obama's book, The Audacity of Hope. Um, he actually has a new book that came out a few, few weeks ago, uh, A Promised Land. I've been telling myself to pre-order that, and I still keep forgetting, but I'm going to get it eventually. But um, anyway, but yeah, well, the first book that I picked up when I um, came back home for the summer for the pan uh, during the pandemic was um, Barack Obama's Audacity of Hope. Now, uh, another great book that, that I recommend that you get, especially if you're a you know a Barack Obama fan, fanboy, or fangirl like myself. But um, but while I was reading his uh, his book, and keep in mind this you know this tell a little bit about the story. You know, it's mo it's kind of like his uh, political lifestyle before he was elected president. You know, it was like his early stuff when you know he was a uh, representative of Illinois, and, you know, sitting senator. Um, you know, it's like yeah, this is days before he became president. So, you know, but as I was reading this story, I felt this weird thing happened in my brain. And that weird thing was, you know, it felt like my brain was exercised because I felt a bit of pain going on up in my brain. Now, um, keep in mind, you know, I think it's, it, was, it was a while since I've um, 
picked up a book since being back home because again, I was kind of in the stage of I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I'm bored. I, you know, like I was still doing the podcast, you know, keep in mind, that was kind of like my, my form of exercise. When I started reading more, I was like, oh man, you know, something's going off my brain. And um, then, you know, it just, it just started to become a consistent habit where, you know, it's like going to the gym in a way, you know, when the first time you go to the gym, you're probably not going to like it. Your body's going to get be super sore after you're done finishing a workout. But once you become consistent with it, like consistent with going to the gym every day, getting that, you know, one hour of working out and then you don't feel the pain anymore. That was, that's the same thing was going off my brain when I started reading more books. You know, it's like, you know, my brain started to kind of hurt a bit, but then when, you know, I start reading more every day, at least, you know, making part of my daily lifestyle or making a daily habit, then, you know, my brain started to hurt a little bit less because, you know, I was, you know, like comes with, you know, exercise and work on your body. You know, the same thing happens with your brain. Like you exercise your brain more consistently, then you feel less pain. You know, it starts to become a habit and, you know, you, you know, it just becomes more stronger. And I think with how we operate as people in a way, sometimes we don't ex take time to exercise our brains because, um, you know, we, we read one thing. I know I'm, for example, you know, you're looking at a, you're looking at a news article from, you know, whatever social uh, news, news platform. And you like the only thing that people read are the headlines. They don't read all the details within the, that, um, that headline, you know, or like, or just that uh, article. They don't read the entire thing. They just, they just focus on the headline. And when people focus on the headline, they assume that's the overall picture of the story, which is not true or which is not always true you know like you have to look at how the story built up or like or what was the build up now you got to scan down you know read from passage to passage to passage or paragraph to paragraph to paragraph and get the facts of the full story and that's what comes with reading books you know you read paragraph paragraph page page you know you start to read more you start to get a better understanding of how you know the story is developed or um what was the build-up like you know what was what was the origin behind it and um with social media also you don't get that you know you look at a picture and you know you probably assume one thing say uh i use an example of maybe like a like instagram model you know maybe you look on your explore feed and you know you see a picture of a you know cute girl and you assume like oh she's probably like a you know, she's probably, you know, like a thirst trapped or whatever, or whatever, you know, maybe she's just, she's just uh, trying to grab attention to men. But say you look at, go to her page and you start to scroll down more, you know, you could probably, yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, you'll come across that picture of where, you know, there's a girl and, you know, maybe she, you know, posts a lot. And, you know, in a way, you know, you know, we're risque pictures and you assume this thing about her, but say she has a website, you know, you go to that website. Um, and you see like, oh, hey, uh, you know, she has her own business. She has her own clothing line. You know, she she wrote a book, you know, I mean, like, you know, she there's probably more about her that she didn't know. You know, you can't just look at one picture and assume one thing. You got to look at the the whole enchilada, you know, I guess, you know, the best way to put it. But um, but again, you know, I want to, you know, just talk about how reading can also change somebody's uh, point of view of the world or change or, ex or expand somebody's view of the world. And I think also the one thing that I appreciate about reading books is that 
you know, people aren't afraid to express themselves or be imaginative. Uh, in regards to imagination, I, I know I'm growing up reading, you know, Diary of a Kid or uh, Big Nate or all those baseball stories that I like to read about. You know, it made me imagine, uh, like, have an imagination of, say, you know, like an old player from the 1970s. I, I read about him and it was like, oh man, you know, just seeing how his career played out and just the way that, you know, he responded to his fans or the team or coaches, it makes you think you know, the set of players that you see nowadays, because, you know, you see Flash and you see, you know, players getting too much exposure from the media and all this stuff. But there's also an origin story behind how that player was able to get to the major leagues. Um, say he got it, but like so some obscene time in the day, you know, at the crack of dawn just to take hits in the backyard. Or uh, he'll go to the park with his pops and, you know, he works on his pitch, uh, his pitch repertoire uh, with his dad, you know, stuff like that. I like the origin story. I know um, another book that I just finished reading about a month ago, it was uh, Barry Zito's uh, biography. It was called, uh, it called his biography Curveball. And pretty much told his, he pretty much kind of told his life story from when he when he was born, like from or from all the way back to his grandparents' days, to his biological parents' days, all the way through his baseball career and the challenges that he had to face in regards, you know, making a ton of money, uh, uh, taking criticism from reporters, fans, and sport anal uh, analysts, um, problems with teammates, uh, you know, being married, and eventually, you know, life after baseball, where he eventually. He becomes a songwriter and a and a you know and a music artist in Nashville, so you know stuff like that. You know I like those little small tidbits that authors tend to add within their story. You know just to give because you, know, you know I like a journey. You know I like a, I like to hear about someone's journey through life and what they have to face. Um, you know with the book that I'm reading currently about uh, Tesla and Elon Musk. Um, you know knowing a bit about Elon Musk him being from South Africa and. He, you know, finding out that he was bullied uh, during his school days. And then next thing you know, he becomes one of the richest uh, people in the world, all because he made a card that we hope that he hopes that can be, be become more prevalent on the road, you know, electric cards. You know, he, he, he wants to build the future in regards to that, or even with uh, his creation with SpaceX. He wants to, you know, he's already in the development of trying to build life on Mars. You know, he wants to do stuff like that. And just you know, like, well, even though like Elon, he didn't write the book himself, you know, he had a, of course he had like a journalist uh, write, write it for him. Like a, like a, a journalist that worked for him, uh, write, write, the book, write the book telling his, you know, life, life story and just his development throughout his, his entrepreneurial career. Um, but still, it gives you a broader perspective of the world of electric vehicles and, you know, me being a car guy and having an interest in that, you know, there was some stuff that I didn't know about Tesla and believe me, you know, I like, shoot, like I have stock in Tesla and, you know, I do, I do research on how they're doing with sales. I do research on, you know, what cars are coming out that are made by Tesla, you know, people like it, like them, do people hate them, stuff like that, a little small stuff. And I'm, but just knowing, seeing the personal side and just hearing about the development of how the company was able to even get off the ground and 
obviously, you know, everybody knows how Tesla is nowadays, but just hearing the, the backstory behind how the company started and then the backstory behind how Elon Musk became, I guess, a tech, tech tycoon or like this uh, in, like inventor, it's some really good stuff that I feel like would be worth reading. And I do want to point out, of course, that people who do read books consistently have their own preference of what they want to read. You know, whether you're a fiction a reader, you love fiction books, uh, nonfiction, biographies, drama, romance, um, I think it's I'm not the history books, uh, classical literature, you know, anything in that form. There is a book out there, or I should say books, keep it plural. There are books out there for every human being. And I, you know, like, I feel like, you know, you can't argue with that. I feel like if you have a certain interest in what you want, you know, there's a book for it. I mean, there's a, there's an account that I follow on Instagram that's uh, dedicated to promoting books. And I know people that we want to become influencers on social media, whether it's through YouTube, Instagram or whatever, there's a book for that. You know, there's a book for how to start a YouTube channel. There's a book for how to, you know, become big on Instagram. There's a book for that. Um, even TikTok, you know, there's a book for that too. Like, so become a social media tycoon. There, there are books for that. And, you know, I just feel like even though you do want to, like, you do want to aim for a certain career, definitely take time to focus on, you know, trying to, you know, build that lit literature strength in regards to, uh, building, you know, building your vocabulary, you know, um, like trying to, you know, like, like reduce your stress level, you know, trying to, you know, sleep better, you know, just do that and like, folk, give that a try in a way. But, um, yeah, uh, I also want to touch a little bit on, say, because, uh, well, <laughs> well, I, I was going to kind of keep this on the down low, but, you know, I feel like I should, I should talk about this more. So, I am currently in the process of writing two books. Uh, yeah, two books that I've written myself. Um, I've already I've finished the uh, first draft for the first book um, that I hope to get published soon. And I'm already outlining the story for the second book that I also hope that, that will get published soon. I'm still deciding for one self-publisher, you know, send off to a publisher. I, I was with the first book. I, I want to keep it self-published because, you know, being a novice, novice writer, I feel like that's, that's more, that's more big league, you know, <laughs> like send it off to a publisher. Like I'm not big league ready yet. I'm not a big league ready author. Uh, it takes time to develop. I'm still developing as a writer and for how young I am. And I feel like down the line, you know, when I start writing more stories, then maybe I can send it off to a publisher. I'm not sure yet. But um, yeah, I do want to touch on how becoming a writer, and this is for, you know, for all the real dealers listening, you know, if you have a story that you want to write or, um, you know, something that came to your mind that you want to write a book on it, then yeah, this, this one's gonna, definitely going to be for you. So um, the one thing that I've learned about writing that I'll pass on everybody else is that, you know, it definitely, it just puts you in like a zone where, you just become, you know, gravitated or focused to a particular message that you want to send to people. Um, if you looked at my Twitter, I, I put out a tweet saying that writing a book is like creating a music album. Every chapter is like, it is the song or like, you know, the track of that album. And, you know, with every good album, 
Like every track has to sound good to keep people interested. Well, and speaking in terms of writing a book, every chapter has to sound good to keep people from finishing that book or finishing that album. And that's the one thing that I always kept in mind, even though, yeah, it, it is a long process. I will say that you have to have a ton and a ton of patience to write, write a book. I mean, I guess, uh, fortunately for me, since I had, you know, since my schedule was more open to getting to writing, I was able to finish my first book. And I would say maybe, let's say I started back in August and finished about last month. So it took me about three and a half months to finish writing that book. But that was, you know, in regards to how much time I had. Um, you know, of course, being in school now, you know, I'm gonna, you know, there's a little bit more waiting in regards to finding time to write. But again, it goes back to the one hour, one hour rule in regards to reading. You know, you get one hour reading in, you can also get one hour writing in. And you don't wanna, you don't wanna write like all day. You know, you definitely gotta take, you take some time to, you know, let your mind rest because you'll go into a stage where you might hit writer's block. And when you hit writer's block, then you're gonna lose track of imagination. Like all, all it's just gonna become is you just typing stuff out. And when you type, when you just type stuff out, that makes the story sound terrible. And, you know, and you also gotta keep the story, you know, flowing as well too. You gotta let the story flow in regards to, you know, making it sound interesting, making sure you're keeping it linear, you know, because if you go all over the place with it, then that then, you know, next thing you know, you get a book published or you have some have, you know, someone read your first draft, then they're going to be confused. And then you're going to come back with feedback like, oh, well, um, you know, even though I liked it, you know, still, you know, ain't, ain't like, ain't, you know, you, I feel like you lost track in a way. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's just it's just about trying to find your creative side. It's, it's like refining your creative side in a way. And I feel like I've been able to do that in regards to the first book, even though the first book is like, is based on a true story and the actual events that ha that did occur. I still stuck to my guns and kept it creative. And because even though, you know, because I wanted to put in a message where I'm writing like a memoir, a self-development book, as well as a, what was the other reason why I wrote the book? Oh my God, oh my goodness, I should know this. Um, self-development book and and just like you know a, a storytelling book yeah storytelling I don't, I don't know why you know blanked out blanked out there <laughs> but um but yeah you know I feel like that's the one thing I take from writing too and it's fun too when when you're writing the story yeah I feel like if you're someone that has something to say I think it's fun to even do that and you know and you know just being it's, it's art you know right writing is writing is an art form and you know, it's like an ask your creative creative uh, trait that you have, if you have one. I mean, honestly, I, I don't think I have like a creative gene in me, but you know, I feel like it's good enough to where I could write these kind of stories. And with the second book, I'm not going to reveal too much on it because you know, want to keep it keep it a surprise. But uh, it's going to be a book that tells where I, I bring a character to life, and and the world that we live in there's going to be a lot of relative stuff that we've been seeing going on, but it's all going to be surrounded by a fictional character that I hope can possibly inspire someone to go after what this fictional character is going to go after in the story. So 
yeah, you know, I'd definitely be on the lookout for that book. Um, again, it's still in the outlining stage where, you know, like I just finished creating the character list. So I already got names for the characters. And, you know, as far as the storyline goes, you now I'm going to be getting on that really soon, you know, after, after, after finals week, because, you know, I want, I want to take care of my schoolwork before I, you know, get into, you know, my other work, you know, yeah, yeah like school come first. I don't let anybody tell you different uh, guys, school comes first. Um, but yeah, even in schools too, I should bring up schools in regards to reading. Cause I know there's a lot of reading that goes on schools. Um, oh, uh, as far as that, uh, textbooks and things like that, uh, I kind of have a bone to pick in regards to the books that are beginning are given to the, to the kids nowadays. Um, now I feel like textbooks in a way aren't, and this is just my opinion. Um, I, I guess, you know, some people will say different. And um, I feel like the textbooks in a way with just how they're writ written, I feel like they're more for kind of like, you know, the outdated information that kids are given because I feel, feel like where the school system in a way kind of messes up is that they're not giving books to kids that, you know, like you know like the edu like the the textbook writers are not writing these textbooks where you know kids can relate to them in a way you know like not like the modern day stuff um you know but i guess with how you know you see like a new a new news article every day you will expect to see you know new new and up new and improved updated textbooks in the school system um yeah, but, uh, you know, I remember, you know, reading stories in, in class, like my English classes about, you know, like past events that occurred and, you know, just like real outdated stuff in a way. And what I hope that the school system we can take from the way that books are being written is that they could give kids stories about current events that are happening today. Because I feel like if you give kids uh, current events that are happening today, they're not going to go, like once they finish school, they're not going to go go in with like a blind mindset in regards to, oh, you know, why is racism so prevalent? Or, oh, why is, uh, you know, why can't I pay taxes? Or, oh, why is the, um, why is the economy like the way it is? So why does it go up and down? And, you know, when you bring up past information for how the economy was, then it's not it's not giving the best amount of information to the students in this generation, which is why I believe, you know, um, books in regards to schooling, you know, kids should be given more of like updated books and not just you know the old stuff. I know when I was in high school, um, most of the stuff that I read out textbooks, well, I, um, I can't remember if you know we use textbooks at all and i think like for a few classes but even for the few classes where i did have to read from a textbook you know the stuff in there it was just man you know it's not stuff that relates to lots and lots lots of the, to, to date you know i could learn more from going on cnn.com or you know some other news article and read about the stuff today fortunately i was ha i was able to have you know good teachers where you know they did use those platforms to help teach their course um, you know, but yeah, like also, you know, even, even in college, you know, like some textbooks, you know, they're real outdated and, you know, it brings up a lot of past, um, past events and because I feel like with past events, 
or, re, or reading books about past events, it doesn't help you become more knowledgeable about the current ways of how like a particular business thinks. Um, I'll say in uh, like being a sports man management major, um, you know, the textbooks that I read first, a few of my sports management classes, they talked a lot about, you know, like uh, events and how uh, sports teams operated from the, say like the, the, the 1980s or 1990s or early 2000s. And, but in, regard, but in regards to that, if you look at how sport teams operate today, it is completely different than how store teams were, were able to operate in the 80s or the 90s. You know, like the, the sports have become a more more global market or more global globalized industry. And when it becomes more globalized, you get more advancements in technology, businesses, like uh, bus uh, business deals, um, stadium improvements, you know, things like that. And uh, I feel like that's with any other field too, like be with, you know, the med like health field, um, communications field, the art field, um, construction field, you know, anything in that matter. You know, there's always gonna be like a certain progression or um, certain like uh, evolution in regards to uh, the certain industries. And uh, yeah, I just, I just feel like, you know, books in a way, they would have to like, in order for me to promote you know, more more book reading for my generation, there needs to be more authors that relate with our generation. And I feel like that's the one setback in regards to trying to get more kids in the 21st century or just, you know, a, a Gen, Gen Z kids to start reading more books is that they need to hear from authors of our generation. And yeah, that's, that's a huge setback because when kids are reading about, you know, older authors, say uh, baby boomers or uh, millennials, you know, they're not really getting like a full understanding of what their generation is dealing with right now. And that's, that's the, that's why I guess, you know, just, you know, just, that's kind of speaking of for myself, but uh, you know, that's my, my goal as an author. And you know, I want to, I, I want to, you know, make, make stories that can relate to kids of my generation. Or um, you know, or I say, young adults of my generation as well. Yeah, I want to, you know, be that author. I want to be that author that correlates or has some correlation to what my generation goes through on a day-to-day -day basis. Because I feel like those are stories that, you know, um, uh, Gen Gen Zers will want to read. And you know, I just, uh, I, I well, I guess it's also for me to find out how many young authors we have out there, and what, you know, kids uh, today would, would want to read. You know, I, it's just for me to find out, but in order for me to increase the uh, level of reading and, and number of households, I need to, like, I, I, I gotta be an author that creates stories for um, the target market or for my target market. And, um, but yeah, and again, you know, also kind of touching back on the mental health side and how it should be improved as I'm, yeah, I mean, whew. I feel like it's an ongoing discussion of um, kids in my in my uh, age bracket that yeah we do go through stages of mental health where we just need something to you know decompress with, and you know that decompressed resting could come through social media, Netflix, or whatever, and they like even some of the hard stuff too. You know, there's kids you know out there vaping or you know smoke like smoke marijuana and stuff like that. And those are their ways of decompressing. But like studies have proven that reading books 
helps or reduce stress. You know, it's it, it can help combat against mental health issues. And what this that the problem is, I I just feel that books aren't being promoted to the younger generation as often as they used to be. You know, before social media became a thing, you know, a lot more kids uh, would read books in a way. Now, at least from my experiences. Um, but yeah, you just don't see that anymore. You know, kids would decompress by uh, looking at their phone, you know, or looking at anything with a screen on it. Um, that's uh, forms of decompressing. And I just wonder, like, why ha has it come to that where, you know, books are kind of seen as like this old fashioned or like this ancient object <laughs> that, uh, you know, that the old, that, the, that the young generation is trying to get rid of. I'm just trying to figure out, figure that out for myself. But again, it goes back to not having enough authors that can correlate with this with the the young generation, and I feel like there needs to be more of that. But yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, I feel like you know, there, there, there's going to come a time where we get just gotta we just gotta put the phone down, people. You know, just put it down for at least an hour. It's, you know, that's all I can say. I mean, again, uh, you can learn more from a book than learn like than what you could learn from an Instagram feed. I'm just saying. But yeah, we'll get better with that though. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna wrap it up there. Um, yeah, definitely feel like I touched on everything in regards to the importance of reading and why you need to do it. And yes, I do recommend that everybody. Hey, you know, there's a book out there for everybody. And I do recommend to pick up that book. So, um, yeah, you know, it doesn't take that long, too. I mean, there's so many platforms right now where you can buy books from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, um, less other platforms. You know, it's, can't really think of them right now. But, like, man, that's where I get my books from. I get, from, get my books from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Uh, yeah, you know, but there is a book out there for everyone. Trust me. And once you find that book, you're going to love it. Yeah, I'm going to wrap it up there. Again, short episode, you know, I want to keep it short and sweet. But um, again, just another reminder, uh, the YouTube YouTube channel will be the only platform where you could listen to the World of Bros podcast for the next two months. You know, again, we're just taking a bit of a hiatus from the WSGU broadcast because, you know, of course, St. John's being closed for the rest of the semester or rest of the um, year because we're going in the winter break. Uh, the campus being closed, you know, the 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 podcast is going to be streamed through WSJU, but um, but yeah, eventually you know we'll get we'll be back on the uh, WSJU airwaves and going into next year. Um, yeah, you know, definitely want to thank everybody for tuning in. Um, just well, again, wish everybody happy holidays. Uh, make sure that you guys are staying safe. You know, COVID is still a thing, so make sure you guys are uh, wearing your mask, practicing social distancing, and doing everything you can to make sure to stop the spread of COVID-19. And, uh, you know, good news, you know, I've been hearing a lot about the vaccines being produced and coming out. Uh, so thank you, Moderna. Thank you, Pfizer, for doing that. You know, shout out to them. And, uh, yeah, and uh, hopefully when, uh, you know, Biden does take office, there will be a bigger, inf uh, bigger importance on trying to combat coronavirus in regards to the best on the vaccines. And, you know, even if you don't want to take it or you know even if you're hesitant about it you know just 
just stay, you know, keep your ear to the, keep your ear to the streets, making sure, you know, you know, staying, staying woke about it. So, uh, because you never know, you know, we might, even though like some of us might be antibodies, you know, we still got to find a way to help stop the spread in any way we can, because you now we all want to get back to normal life. We all want to uh, see our parents, see our families for the holidays. We all want to go back to going to sporting events and, you know, we all want to go back to going to the movies or going to restaurants with family. We all want to go back to doing that stuff. So, you know, definitely do your best to help stop the spread of COVID-19. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, do whatever you can to help stop the spread. That's all we're asking. Just, you know, just a sense of responsibility and a sense of respect. So yeah, just make sure you wear your mask, practice social distancing. And uh, yeah, so let's, let's, you know, let's just not, let's just, you know, fight COVID with what we, with what we got. But, uh, anyway, I'm going to call tonight. Thank you again for listening to the Real Dope Bros podcast. I've been your host, Philip Hall. And as always, make sure to keep it real.